This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm here with my good friend, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. We got a good show today, though. We're going to be talking about the basics. We're going to get back into things that are much simpler. I want to talk about self-reliance. I want to talk about taking care of yourself and how to be responsible with your money. You know, Tony, you and I, we have a tendency of sometimes talking about complicated stuff and talking about the details of social security, but you know what? We have a lot of different types of listeners. And now I thought is a good time. You know, the economy has been booming for a decade. It's been growing and improving and the stock market's up and everything's improving. And what happens is is people start to get a little callous. And we even see that, you know, with the stock market, you know, the the most popular sector is consumer discretionary. People are out spending their money. But you know what, Tony? When things are doing good, it's kind of when you got to start pulling back the reins and trimming the fad and, and, and saving for a rainy day because things aren't good forever, my friend. No, no, that's right. You do have to start saving for a rainy day and things aren't good forever. You know, there are a lot of hidden costs as well that come up, especially in retirement, which is what we're all saving right. for, I guess, right? Well, that's so true. But but even just reserving for the unknown, whether it's your working life or your retirement life, we just don't know what's going to happen to us. And if we allow our finances, our money to spiral a little further out of control than is perhaps prudent, Sometimes we can find ourselves in trouble. That's what happened in 2000 when the tech bubble crashed. That's what happened in 08 with the financial crisis was that people weren't well prepared for a bad economy, for a bad job market, for problems. And I'm not saying today's the day that everything's over and the market's going to crash and the economy's going to crash, but things have been going well. The labor market has been doing well. These are the times to clean up your financial household and get things mm -hmm. in order. Definitely. So, so that's the plan. Yeah. Thing. Well, and we all need financial responsibility and we all need to get our ducks in a row, ducks in order, so to speak. Right. Well, it's it's so true. I mean, earlier this year, we, we saw, you know, the, that the the rate of a monthly payment on an auto loan hit its all time high. of I don't remember what it was. It was like five hundred and twenty six bucks a month or something. What does that mean? Well, that means that People are buying a little bigger, a little more expensive, putting a little less down kind of scenarios with their cars because things are starting to feel good. Their accounts are a little higher. I mean, I've heard a lot of people were going on a cruise because of the Trump bump we got in our investment account. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, we, we just have that tendency that when things seem like they're on an okay trajectory, we allow our pockets to get a little looser. Mm. We got to be careful yeah. about that, especially going into retirement. Because if you're going to transition from making money and working to a fixed income, you really need to have your finances under control. Yeah. Yeah, you do. 
Yeah, you do. And where does that start, though? Where do we start? How do we get our finances under control? Obviously, you're you're hinting at one thing, and that's making smart <laughs> decisions when it comes to big purchases, like a that's vehicle, right. watching right. our spending. But how do we watch our spending? How do we accomplish that? Um, I, I don't, you know, are you going to bring up the B word, which will scare people away? Ah, we don't, we don't talk about we, the B we word We don't use the word here. budget, right? No, no, no. We, we talk about your expenses. We want to track your expenses and tracking expenses is interesting, Tony, because I don't care if you're broke or you're rich or somewhere in between, everybody should be aware of how they're spending their money. So that's why it doesn't necessarily have to be a budget. A budget's for somebody who has financial challenges that needs to track it, that needs to organize it, and needs to know how to get to the next phase. Tracking your expenses is a responsible tool for people that have financial security. That way you're not being obnoxious and frivolous and irresponsible with your money. But one way or another, we got to track our expenses. So the way that most people deal with money, Tony, is they go to work, they make money, and then they go home and they pay all of their living expenses. You know, they pay for the car payment, they pay for the house, they they buy the food, they go to the movies, they do all those things. And then at the end of the month, whatever's left over is maybe what they would use to build financial security. Mm. I want to grab everybody by the shoulders and shake you a little <laughs> bit. You know, we're going to shake you a little bit. That is not the prudent way to deal with your right. money. The prudent way is a little bit backwards. You go to work, you work hard, you make your money, but you build your financial security first. You save for yourself first. You save for the future first. And then whatever's left, you match to what your expenses are. And this is where it gets painful for people because it's easy to live in the moment. It's easy to have the bills. It's easy to, you know, buy a house and buy a car and go to the mall and do all these things with your money. It's harder to say, hey, this is the net amount of money I have left. Therefore, how much rent can I afford? How much mortgage can I afford? How much food can I afford? That is a much better way to do it because by forcing yourself to save the money up front, Tony, what are you doing? You're securing things, right? You're making an emergency fund. You're saving for the future. You're, you're putting together your retirement because someday, guess what, buddy? You might not be able to work anymore. And if you prioritize today by just living for today, when you can work and you have the ability to get out and produce, that could really negatively impact you later in life. And so we got to really think about that stuff. I mean, this is just very simple stuff. So you said budget, I say track expenses. One way or another, you have to come up with some projections. You have to come up with some numbers. You have to say, here's A my income plan. Let's call it that. A spending plan. Okay, look at us. We're coming up with stuff. I love it. So we're going to work on our spending plan. But the spending plan says, here's how much money comes into the household. Right off the top, here's how much money I'm going to save. And we're going to save money in two tiers, Tony. We're going to save for retirement, which is always important. And that's its own long-winded show. We'll do a long show, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks on just specific ways to save for retirement. But those are generally longer-term goals. And then we're going to have a shorter term goal, right? We're also going to be saving for the short term, for an emergency fund, for near term purchases. Who knows what that means? Maybe that's kids in college. Maybe that is a down payment for a house, things like that. But that's kind of the, the goal is we want to go money's coming in. Here's how much we're setting aside for our security and for our future. How much is left over? 
let me figure out how to use this and spend this correctly and efficiently to match my living expenses. This is a tough exercise for a lot of people, Tony. It really is. And I get it. We live in a high cost of living area. The rents here are insane. But that's why if you're younger, if you're still working towards retirement, that's why this stuff is important. And it all starts with your income. See, if your income's not enough, that's its own conversation, right? What do we got to do, Tony? Maybe we got to find a way to get a different type of job. Maybe we need to go back to school at night. Maybe we need to, you know, figure out a different skill. Maybe we open a side business. Maybe we drive for Uber. You know, whatever the thing is, is how can we generate more income if there's not enough money on the back end to cover our living expenses? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are a lot of things that can pop up, but we need money for an emergency fund. We need money for health expenses and living expenses. And of course, uh, you started off with auto and it's funny, my wife and I, we have three kids. One of them is driving and has a vehicle and the other one is going to turn 16 and wants, you know, my wife's going to hand down her car and get a different car, uh, to her. Mm -hmm. And then our youngest is 13 and in a couple of years, but we're like, can we afford five vehicles? The insurance, (laughs) just Just the insurance. insurance. I mean, the the good news for us is. Um, you know, a few of these vehicles are, are paid off or close to paid off a couple of them. So it's not like we'd have five yeah, car notes at once, but we're going to have multiple car notes and in our insurance costs, we, we literally were like, where is that in our spending plan? Yeah. Are you trying to work with the kids to help them share in any of those costs? Uh, yeah, we, that we all, we encourage our kids to work, but you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to make enough to cover those costs, but sure. uh, more and more as we go. And as we learn, we're like, you guys got to cover your costs more and more. Like uh, they want to go, Hey, I want to go out to eat. Can I get some money? Or I want to do this with my friends. Can I get some money? It's like, no, you worked or you got money from grandma for your birthday. See ya. Right. Bring your cash. Well, just bring your Get cash. them all smart cars. <laughs> get them all smart cars. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, you, get, you get four of them in your garage probably. Yeah, that's stack true. Stack them all in there. That's true, actually. You probably could. <laughs> well, but there are a lot of different things. And I mean, we could do a whole show on the outrageous cost of health care. Yeah. And well, that's what we're going to be talking about. Like I said, for the next kind of couple months, I really want to spend some time on this self-reliance theme of just really the basics. Let's talk about the obvious stuff that everybody needs to be doing. You need to be saving. You need to be paying off debt. You need to be managing, obviously, your spending habits and your expenses. These things are huge. Yeah. If this is something that you don't have under control and you're grappling with on a regular basis, I have a lot of tools. I can show you how to set up your expenses. I can show you how to track them. I can show you how to organize paying off debt and you know d- building financial security and those things. So give me a call if you haven't done these things and these are things that you struggle with because you're not alone. A lot of people are dealing with this stuff constantly. So give me a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. You can visit my main website, thelindgroup.com. So we got to take a quick commercial break. But like I said, write down our phone number. Don't hesitate to call 805-500-7035. We'll be right back after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. 
When you're ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the Lynn Group. We focus on creating effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 805-500-7035 or visit us at thelindgroup.com. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Michael Mansfield of The Lynn Group and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Mike, I, I like this. Uh, personal financial responsibility and self-reliance with our finances. Yeah. Uh, self-reliance, let's talk about what that means. Why would you want to do a show about self-reliance? You're meaning, you know, we should have a plan in place that's going to enable us to be self-reliant, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Financial security. Well, remember, we can't rely on the world to always take care of us. And the best opportunity we have, Tony, is when things are going well. And right now, in general, things are going well. 401ks are the highest rate they've ever been. You know, the labor force is, you know, doing pretty well. All of these things are good. So this is a great opportunity for us to clean up our finances and make sure that if things do change in the world, if we go through another major recession or something like that, we're prepared for it. We just got to be prepared for it. And remember, we've talked about these statistics all the times. There's a national retirement crisis that's been shaping up. You know, remember all those numbers of, you know, 50% of the population doesn't have a thousand bucks to cover an emergency kind of stuff. This is the stuff that I want our listeners to not fall into. Right. I don't want you to be in that tranche of people. We want to make sure that we're hitting the basics. We don't need to talk about complicated stuff every week. We just need to make sure that everybody is getting core information that can help them feel security, to help them feel like they're in a good place. I mean, just one obvious thing, have an emergency fund. You know, when was the last time we talked about that? You need an emergency fund. Now, this is hard for people because money comes in and money goes out, you know, and I, and I hear this conversation all the time. And the reason that money goes in and money goes out is because most people are dealing with their money the way that I had said earlier is you get your income, you pay all your monthly expenses, and then whatever's left you try to deal with for bigger picture ideas. That's wrong. And this is a more painful path, I admit, but this is a better path. Your money comes in, you save, you create financial security, whatever's left you then match to your living expenses. Even if you got to change your lifestyle a little bit, people, making financial security is huge. So step one, if you don't have an emergency fund, you need to start by working towards just a one month emergency fund. That is just goal number Mm -hmm. one. If you can get there, then you start to expand it to that three to six month emergency fund, which to me is a minimum amount of money. The idea there is, is we have an emergency fund for what? emergencies. <laughs> what if you lose your job? Yeah. You know, what if a, what if an asteroid hits right. your house? You know, it's an emergency. The other thing though, that becomes a tough balance is you can't save for retirement unless you got your emergency fund. Step one, you know, we got to prioritize these things, but also if you don't have an emergency fund and you've got credit cards and things like that, this is where stuff gets complicated because prioritizing how to deal with stuff is challenging. Tony, what do you think is the, I don't know, what do you think is the most common credit card interest rate-ish? Uh, the most common uh, credit card interest rate? Yeah, I mean, just rate. a round number. What do you think credit cards maybe are at 17? Yeah, probably something like that. You know, somewhere between 15 and 25%, yeah, exactly. depending on the, the yeah. user. 
Well, the problem with credit card debt is it creates negative leverage, meaning if you had 10 grand sitting in cash in the bank and you've got 10 grand on credit cards, you have negative leverage. Those credit cards are costing you, you know, 15, 20% guaranteed return and your cash is doing nothing for you. So you're bleeding money, even though emotionally you like your cash in the bank. And so these become interesting conversations because I am a huge advocate, Tony, of being out of debt. Being debt-free in retirement is huge to me. And there's tiers of debt. There's the consumer debt, the credit cards and car loans and things like that. And then there's the larger debt, more like student loans and mortgages. And we have to evaluate those things differently. I always like to attack the credit cards and loan stuff, car loan stuff first just because, number one, credit cards are a lot of interest and I can probably promise you that your, your investment accounts and everything you own aren't giving you a guaranteed 20% rate of return every year to beat your credit cards. Yeah. So we got to deal with wow. this stuff, yeah. right? And, and even the car loans, even though car loans are um, in general, depending on where you got your loan and new or used and all that kind of stuff are lower rates of return, you know, maybe somewhere from 1% to 10% on an interest rate. There's still larger payments from a cash flow standpoint because you have a consolidated loan in three, four, five, six, eight years, depending on what you set up. So all of these things impact your cash flow. So we really got to figure out how to tackle this stuff. But look, in my opinion, Tony, pay off the credit cards. We get our emergency fund. We're throwing money into our savings account. And we're also now, after we get those credit cards paid off, we're now starting to tackle our mortgage and student loans and things like that. Um, and it's funny because you know what I hear all the time is, well, Mike, my mortgage is a tax deduction. How cool is that? Yeah. What do you think, Tony? Well, yeah. I, I, isn't there some, there's a change to that though. How much can be deducted for <laughs> to your mortgage with the new tax? Well, you got that going yeah. on, right? I mean, number one, they just doubled the standard deduction. So they think that 90% of the population will now use the standard deduction versus itemizing. So a lot of people won't even be able to write off their mortgage right. interest. One. Yeah, that's a negative right um, there for sure. Well, it's, it's a negative, but see, I look at it emotionally. See, there's, there's, in last week, we were just talking about emotions and numbers, emotions and numbers. And I was saying, we got to focus on the numbers. Well, this is one place where I think emotions are even better. See, you're right. Technically, maybe there is some intrinsic value to having the tax deduction when you itemize from your mortgage and blah, blah, blah. But emotionally, to have low debt or no debt, I think is 10 times more powerful than any type of tax efficiency you get from writing off your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't owe anything to the world. You don't owe the man. You're not on the hook. That's huge. And if we have a recession, if we have a problem, if we have financial calamity in the world and, and it all falls apart, you know, as people seem to talk about a little more these days, you're a superhero. Yeah. You don't have a problem. You're not in crisis because you have buffered yourself from the world by not owing people money. Yeah, there you go. I think it is beyond powerful. Yeah, debt-free is power, isn't it? Yeah. It is, and it's, and it's emotional power. And once again, this is a hard thing to accomplish because we live in a place where mortgages are big and buying homes are expensive. And what I'm saying, especially for the people still in their working years, is sometimes you just got to sacrifice. You know, does it make sense to make simply a, a bi-weekly payment on your home mortgage 
instead of the once a month. That way your mortgage gets paid off in 25 years instead of 30 years. Does it make sense to throw an extra 200 bucks a month at it? You know, everything is worth evaluating. Yeah. But the idea here is, is these are simple things that everybody needs to consider. Money's coming in. Are you saving for retirement? Have you dealt with your debt obligations? Are you, do you have an emergency fund? I mean, come on, this is, this is the basics. And once again, you need to come see me. These are things that I help people organize. My strategy is very simple with clients. As much as I help you with retirement income planning and that social security and pensions and how to pull money from investments and what the tax liability is and all the complicated stuff, my philosophy is I want my clients to be debt free. Yeah. Which is a different philosophy from different advisors. A lot. I mean, I have, I have clients that walk in all the time that use some of the big investment firms in the area. And what do they have? They have a lot of margin inside of their accounts. Well, what is margin? Margin is just using the, the company's credit card to buy more stock. Well, that works good if the stock goes up. It doesn't work so hot when the stock goes down, you know, and there's interest on it, you know. But once again, why are we leveraging ourselves to the hilled? This is a great opportunity to pull back the reins a little mm. bit. So, Tony. Yeah. Make your kids all get bus passes. No more cars. Yeah, there you go. No insurance. We'll save you save know. a lot on that insurance and you car know, payments. You know, ride yeah. share, you know, with their friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you talked in our previous segments about debt. And mm-hmm. the, the, the further out of debt we can get, not the further into. And so many Americans struggle with this, <laughs> with debt. That's yeah. a big one. Right. And so our listeners are out there, well, how? How can you help me? How do you help your clients grow their portfolios and pay down debt? It's a balance of powers, Tony. And what a lot of it is about is it's about helping you, the listener, establish your priorities. And that's what's tough. If you want to get out of debt, it is possible to get out of debt. The problem is, is maybe you need to see the path visually. You need to see the numbers, but you need to prioritize it. And just doing simple exercises on how to tackle what debt first and what money is to use to pay the debt and how to deal with some of your other expenses is very powerful. You know, it's funny. A lot of my clients, when they come in, I have them do an expense worksheet where they outline an inventory, Tony, all of their expenses. And what's amazing to me is I would say, gosh, nine out of 10 people, once they create a nice inventory of expenses for me, we're able to clean up some of the stuff that they would never see, feel, or be interested in anyways. You know, if you're paying 250 bucks to Time Warner Cable for your bundle, maybe you're overpaying kind of stuff. Um, you know, we evaluate your insurances, your property insurance, your health insurance, your disability, your life insurance. We try to clean up those costs and things like that. Because if we could just find an extra few hundred bucks that was mysteriously lost in your expenses, all of a sudden we have more money to redeploy, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of basic things to do to help clean up debt obligations very specifically. Um, even things on tackling your mortgage, you know, there, there's a lot of philosophy in what type of mortgage to get, you know, how to refinance into 15 and 30 year loans. Um, my goal is to just find everybody's unique path because that's really what it is, is I can take emotions out of stuff and I can say, Hey, if we do these things and attack it from this angle, look at the success that we can find. And oftentimes I would say that people that have debt obligations are pleasantly surprised with how we can mitigate this stuff. And to be fair, 
you know, I'm honest. You know, if if your if your situation is very tough, it's in a bad spot. You know, I, to be honest, I've counseled some people that they need to go evaluate things with a bankruptcy attorney. You know, so at least what I'm able to give you is some counsel and some advice on how to address your situation. But all of this is trying to get us back to a place where if the economy erodes, if the recession happens, when things get tighter and tougher in the world, you know, if it's tight and tough for you right now, it's going to be a lot worse then. So we got to make sure we're preparing you for that. But look, this is a free, no cost evaluation. I'm more than happy to talk to you. I'm more than happy to give you all of our tools to plan your expenses. Heck, in my my book, you know, my last book I wrote, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, I spent a lot of time talking about expenses and about debt and how to track them. You know, whether you use one of the apps, Tony, like mint.com or right. something like that, where you can keep track and budget and do all of those things. But you know what's funny, Tony? And, you know, it really even highlights, you know, what my book's all about is the things that I'm talking about are the things that really guys in my business don't make money off of. We don't make money helping you with your expenses. We don't make money helping you use your investments to pay off your credit cards. You know, we don't make money giving you social security advice. And you know what? Mysteriously, most people in my business just don't spend a lot of time in these areas either. You know, it's not too hard to see why that lines up like that. This is the priority to me, though. These are the things that build financial security, build a good financial foundation. I mean, and there, and like I said, over the next number of weeks, I think we're going to spend a lot of time talking about these yep. basic themes. So for our longtime listeners or, you know, my, my, you know, whoever you are that's listening, uh, hopefully this isn't too boring for you, but I think this is pertinent information. I think it is relevant and I think it's important for everybody because even if you're financially secure, maybe you got kids that aren't so hot that need some help too, you know? So here's an opportunity to get some information that you can convey to them. Tony, you brought up things like insurance earlier. We probably need to do a whole show on just talking about the different insurances and making sure they're cost efficient and what you need because everything is about protecting yourself and protecting your that's family. That's great. And that's what it's all about. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Why don't you give the phone number and web address one more yeah. time real quick before yeah, absolutely. we go. So look, if you got questions, if you want help establishing your own self-reliance, your financial security, give me a call. 805-500-7035. Let the Lind Group guide you through this process. If you have questions, thoughts, concerns, things that ail you, let us know. Because you know what? Financial issues are what the number one cause of divorce, I think, Tony. Um, these are things that people worry about. These are things that we can help you with. 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And, you know, we enjoy our listeners. We enjoy all the feedback we get from the show. And we'll certainly be back the same time, same place next week. So everybody have a great Saturday and we'll uh, see you soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com dot com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 